Welcome everyone to the AFW College Podcast, where we provide you with timeless teaching on all the topics you need to know about in order to follow Jesus faithfully during your college years. My name is Jordan, and I am so happy to be back here with a true 10 talent man of God. I'm talking, of course, about the esteemed college pastor from Antioch, Fort Worth, Ben Moss. Ben, welcome to our first podcast of 2021. How are you feeling? All right. I'm pumped to be here, Jordan. 2021, <laughs> the podcast is going to go to new levels. Oh, Let's yeah. go. And oh, true yeah. 10 talent man. man the, <laughs> the encouragements just get better and better each week. Thanks. I'm excited to be here with you, Jordan. I'm excited too. And to all you listeners, happy new year. Uh, happy new year. 2020 is out the window. 2021 is here. And man, the new year is just such a cool time. Uh, I just love it. It's full of just a renewal of hope and energy and dedication. People are full of, of dreams for what the new year will bring. For a lot of people, those dreams are shedding a few pant sizes or eating more vegetables <laughs> or, you know, reading 20 books in yeah. the new year, all those kinds of things. Uh, but if you're looking for tips on how to do all those kinds of things, this is probably the wrong podcast for you. We're not, we're sure. not really talking about that uh, today. Really, our goal is to encourage you with a vision for 2021 that does not come from you or from the culture, yeah. but from God. It's good. We believe that God wants to use you, and he has given you all that you need to be used. And today we are talking about how we can put that into action in the new year. In order to do that, we're going to be using a passage that maybe you never really associated with the new year. That passage is the parable of the bags of gold from Matthew 25. So, Ben, I'll read the passage then in, in, in typical Ben Mossy in fashion. Uh, you'll have some three three encouragements for us with some sub points in there. Always got to have the sub points. Yeah. Uh, does that sound good to you? Sounds great. Let's do it. All right, let's get started. So Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one, he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I know that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. 
Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There we have it, Ben. That's the parable of the bags of gold. Why don't you walk us through the first encouragement that you take from this passage? Great question, Jordan. Well, hey, I also want to say Happy New Year to all our listeners who are engaging with us. So, you know, point number one, encouragement for this new year is this. God trusts you. And I know that sounds so simple, but that really can be so encouraging to us. It says in verse 14 of our passage, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. A couple things from this passage I want to highlight. First, that word it. The word it is specifically talking about the kingdom of God. So our passage here is describing what the kingdom of God is like. Now, anytime you get something like that, you want to you, your ear wants to perk up. You know, you want to listen in on what the kingdom of God is like. The master represents God. He's not God, but he represents God. And the servants represent you and I. The second word I want to call to our attention is that word called. It says he called his servants. I just want to encourage all of our listeners, God has called you in 2021. He has a specific purpose for you this year. He wants to draw you closer to himself. He wants to invite you nearer to him than you have ever been before. You are not made to stay in the same exact place. I love it how it says in 2 Corinthians 3.18, And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. I just want to encourage everybody who's listening. There's ever-increasing glory. There are new adventures. There's new ground for you to take. There's new adventure. There's new transformation mm-hmm. that Jesus has for you this year. Mm -hmm. The third word I want to highlight that relates to this idea that God trusts you is that word in trusted. When I saw that for the first time, Jordan, I was blown away that the master trusted the servant with his money. I mean, (laughs) that just doesn't happen. It certainly wouldn't have happened in biblical times. God trusts you. Could it actually be possible that God trusts you even more than you trust him? And he wants to entrust you with new things for this year. And if you ever have doubts about whether or not God trusts you, here's a little exercise that you can do. All right. Take your age and multiply it by 8,409,600. You're like, why? Okay, well, that is the number of breaths that you take in one year. Mm -hmm. So for me, God has entrusted me with 252,288,000 breaths, over 250 million breaths. And in this podcast, about 50 more, you know, (laughs) praise the Lord. For you, Jordan, he's trusted you with 185,011,200 breaths. Exactly. And. Yep, he just trusts me with another one, just right there. Let's go. (laughs) So God trusts you, all right, in the small things and in the big things. And he wants to release his kingdom in and through you this coming year. And you know, Jordan, when we have a foundation of knowing that God trusts us first, it releases us to respond to him this coming year from a place of trust and intimacy Mm -hmm. and not a place of religious obedience or obligation. Right. Because he wants our hearts more than he wants anything that we could do for him. 
man, man. And that just like, doesn't that just rile you up to think that the God of everything for, for some reason decides to partner with us and invite us into his business like that. I just talking about this reminds me of uh, a testimony video from Nathan, the Nathan initiative, which is the big generosity initiative going on here at Antioch Fort Worth. And this couple was talking about how God was using them to funnel kingdom resources to his church, which is uh, just an awesome way to put it, but it, it's crazy. I mean, it's insane. Uh, in their case, they're talking about financial resources, but it also really applies to the giftings that he's given us, the talents, even the people that he's put around us, all those kinds of things. And like you're saying, yeah, it just blows me away to think that the resources God has given us, they're not small to him. Like they're not, they're not without value to him. They're not small things. Like in the parable, master goes away and he leaves what amounts to really a ton of money with servants, with servants, all his money. And we're talking about all the things that the master needed to be able to run his operation, his business, his livelihood. But he actually says, I trust my servants with all this. Wow. I trust my servants with all this. That's and awesome. that is also what he says to you about the kingdom resources he has entrusted to you. Yes. Wild. If that doesn't make you want to run through a wall, I don't know what will. <laughs> all right. So that's encouragement one, number one, Ben. We're off to a good start. How about you hit us with the second encouragement from this passage? All right. Well, encouragement number two is the one that can actually prevent us from walking in what God has for us in 2021. And it's this. Don't compare your bags. Don't compare your bags. So let's go back into the passage. Verse 15 says, to one he gave five bags of gold, to another he gave two, and to another one, each according to his ability. So you have three different servants that receive three different measurements of wealth. Now, when I was thinking about this, I started, for whatever reason, thinking about elementary school. When I was, uh, you know, I'd sit down for lunch and you would pull out the lunch that mom made you. And, uh, you know, I'd pull out my bag and I'd have maybe four Oreos in my bag for dessert. Well, somebody across the table would pull out, you know, the big, huge bag of double stuff, like 30 Oreos. And immediately I, I start thinking, does my mom love me, you know, as much as this other person's mom? Yeah. And as funny as that is, this passage takes us into something that we can all relate to. And that's the reality of how comparison can steal joy from us. All right. So just imagine a little fun illustration for us in this passage. We're going to call the guy who had one bag one bag Willie, all right? So one bag Willie is leaving, getting his bag from the master, and he runs into two bag Timmy down at the well. And Willie says, Timmy, wasn't that just awesome? Did you get a bag from the master? And Timmy's like, bag? You mean bags? <laughs> and he goes on with the S. And one bag Willie goes, did you say bags? And Timmy's like, yeah, I got two. Hey, HBU. HBU. How about you? I was trying to be culturally relevant there, like which it. the HBU, all right? Yeah. And Willie's like, well, I only got one. And the insecurity begins to settle in, all right? And then here comes five-bag Frankie coming down the road with a horse-drawn trailer with five bags of gold. And it's immediately obvious to Willie who got the short end of the stick, right? Now, as funny as that sounds, how many times in our own life can comparison rob us from walking in God's calling? and his purpose on our lives. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I remember when we were launching this podcast about three months ago, Jordan, I started doing research of all the different podcasts and comparing myself, wondering if our podcast was going to be successful. So before we even started it, I was comparing myself to other people. And I felt like God spoke to me gently one afternoon and he said, Ben, will you be faithful to this podcast even if nobody listens to it? And I was like, you know what, God? I want to be faithful to you. I don't want to find my value in what other people think about me. Because when we attach our significance to our status, it's never enough. But Jesus, (laughs) Jesus has not called us to stay in that place of comparison, which can be lonely. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he wants to crush comparison. He wants to crush fear and liberate us to step in and embrace what he uniquely has for us this year in 2021. Now, one more thing I want to share about not comparing your bags. If I was one bag Willie, I would be one bag Willie. I would just love it. I would be thinking to myself, you know, I've got one bag. It's nothing compared to the two and the five. But I did a little bit of research and I found out that that one bag of gold in that time was equal to one talent. One talent was equal to 6,000 days of pay. If you do the conversion, that would have been $1.4 million. Even one bag Willie had a whole lot of dough. (laughs) Any one of us would have taken the 1.4 million, right? But because he was looking around at two bags and five bags, wondering if he had missed it, he wasn't able to see what was actually inside of his bag. You say, what's the correlation? Well, we have all walked through this thing called COVID-19, a global pandemic in 2020. And I think there's lots of things in our lives, Jordan, that we have labeled as negative that may actually bear tones of God's goodness in it. And I don't want to diminish. We've all walked through trials in this past year. But I wonder if we took some time to pause and reflect, would we actually find some blessings in disguise from 2020? Lessons that God taught us, ways he revealed his faithfulness to us, places of trial that were actually places of training, or maybe those different areas where we've just said, God, I don't think that you could have been working there, and that's actually the exact place that he was working. I've heard it said before that what seems like the enemy knocking on your door to destroy you could actually be God knocking on your door to develop you. So I don't know what those things are for you, but I just want to encourage all of our listeners, before you step into the new year, take some time, pause and reflect, and ask Jesus, Jesus, where is their gold that you've put in my inside of my bag from 2020 that you want me to carry over to 2021? Because I think there's things for all of us, Jordan, that, that that's true, that that's the case. I remember for uh, Charlotte and I, back in April when the pandemic really hit, um, we were both working from home. And to be honest, I was a little bit frustrated because she was working in the living room on video calls all day. I was working in our office, video calls all day. And there was just this conflict of noise and all this stuff. And I was getting frustrated. And uh, I remember God saying, Ben, this is not a place for you to get frustrated. This is an invitation for you to know your wife more. And I just... We, we had these moments where we were able to have lunch together, where we were able to go on longer walks together, where if we hadn't both had been working from home, 
we wouldn't have experienced that blessing and grown in friendship and intimacy with one another. And I know that's something really, really small, but I think there's ways for all of us to reframe things in 2020 that looked like they were going to be a trial, but they actually are a blessing instead. Yeah, I love that. And it can almost, for a lot of people, I think has turned into almost a cliche thinking, you know, that our troubles today are, you know, lessons from God. A lot of people forget that. And a lot of people think, might be thinking that, you know, 2020 kicked their butt. Like we we're celebrating the end, but some people are like, no, it actually, it got me. You know, it, it really gave me some difficulties, but just encouragement. We're all here. We've all made it. And we've all grown from it, you know, and, and God has has given us those blessings already, uh, already in our bag. And just in a broader sense, this discussion of comparison reminded me of um, a passage from 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 6, talking about spiritual gifts. But it says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. And there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Some translations there say, different kinds of service, but the same master. Mm -hmm. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone is the same God at work. Yeah. I mean, we're save we're me and you, Ben, are serving the same master. Amen. Everyone in my life group serving the same Lord. Everyone I look mm -hmm. around at at on Sundays, everyone I look around at at college nights, everyone serving the same God. It's all about the same God. And we know from Romans 2 how plainly it says that God doesn't show favoritism. And Jesus says in Matthew 7 that God only gives good gifts. Yeah. So we have absolutely no reason to believe that the gifts God has given someone else or that he has not given us is any kind of judgment about the love that he has for us. In fact, when I realize that we're all serving the same good master, I only have reason to celebrate that the all-knowing God has decided to distribute, to distribute his wealth for the good of his kingdom yeah. through all the people around me. I can good, thank God for the bags he's given you, Ben, mm -hmm. that he has not given me, because I can rejoice that he has equipped a fellow servant uh, in ways that he has not necessarily equipped me so that the kingdom can be fuller and better built. That's good. So that's encouragement number two. Encouragement number three, Ben, after we have that strong defense against comparison, what's your third, uh, what's your third encouragement from this parable? That's awesome. Well, encouragement number three is this. Multiply your bag. All right. It says in our passage in verses 16 and 17, the man who received five bags of gold went at once. We're going to come back to that and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. Now, this is really key. It's not about the number of bags you have. It's what you do with your bags that determines your joy. I want to say that again. It's not about the number of bags. It's what you do with them that determines the joy. Mm -hmm. The master replies to both the servant who had two and who had five, well done, good and faithful servant. Come and share in your master's happiness. So it's not amount they receive, it's not about the amount they received from the master. Mm -hmm. It's that they took it, they invested and multiplied it, and it resulted in multiplication mm -hmm. and then being able to return with more. I just want to speak a blessing over all of our listeners and say, may this be the year that you multiply more than ever before what Jesus has put inside of you. And I love this passage teaches us, Jordan, that you are not stuck with what you started with, mm. right? 
the one who had two and the one who had five, they came back with four and ten. They were not stuck with what they started with. Jesus wants to use your two and your five to make it four and ten. He wants to release his love, his power, his grace through your life in multiplying ways this year. So I want to give our listeners two practical ways that I believe you can multiply your bag. And the first one is this. Share your bags. <laughs> Share your bags with other people. Ask yourself the question at the beginning of this year. Do it now. because If you don't do it now, it'll be August. I mean, you won't have done it. God, where have you uniquely blessed me this year so that I can be a blessing to others? Mm-hmm. Where have you blessed me to be a blessing, right? Because the only reason God gives us these gifts that you were just describing is to be a blessing to others and glorify Him. Mm -hmm. So what unique talents, strengths, passions has God put inside of you to help other people? How can you be generous with your time, with your resources, with your gifts to help draw others closer to Jesus? Charlotte and I bought a home in uh, April of 2020. And one of the words that we felt like God said in 2021 was to be generous with our home. So everybody listen to this, open door policy, (laughs) all right? Now just knock or shoot a little text before you come over. But we want people to be in our home and we want it to be a place and a space of comfort and of peace and where the presence of God is resting. So we're already talking about ways. How are we gonna open up our home this year? What things might the Holy Spirit want to speak to you about ways that you can be generous? Maybe for you, sharing your bags just looks like being an encouraging voice to other people. Mm -hmm. Can I just say, be somebody who calls out the good in others. There's enough negativity that's going around today in our world. Be a voice that puts courage in someone. That's what the word encourage actually means, to put courage in somebody. It says in Hebrews, as long as it's called today, encourage one another. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, today is called today. You're not wrong. So use your days. Thanks. I appreciate the affirmation <laughs> there. Use your days to produce more life. Use your days to encourage other people that they might come to know the encouraging, life-giving, affirming Savior that we serve. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... For you, it just looks like taking whatever you get in your time with the Lord and sharing it with someone else. Be somebody this year, Jordan, who is a stream of Christ's love and not a pond. Don't guard it for yourself. Let the Lord and through the Holy Spirit, let him work powerfully in you and through you as he releases his His grace to other people. Mm -hmm. So that's practical number one. Share your bags. Practical number two act on your bags, act on them. So verse 16, again, it says that the man who received five bags of gold went at once and gained five more. In other words, he acted on what he had been given right away. He didn't stay on his bottom and just show up to the master with five bags more. He partnered with God. I'm taking a little liberty here in the way I'm applying this, but I think he, he got up in the morning and he said, God, how can I use my talents, my five bags of gold today to glorify you? And he did on the first day, on the second day, and every day in between. Mm-hmm. Guys, God wants to partner with you this 
year. You might even ask God, God, how are you calling me to partner with you in the things that you have released in me, that you've given me? One of the things that I love to do is do what's called a, a roles and goal sheet for the new year, where I just take every different major category that I can think of in my life, emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, relationally, financially, other areas, and I just pray and I ask the Lord. I said, Lord, how can I partner with you in these different areas this year? Mm-hmm. And Jordan, it's so powerful. I mean, to take 30 minutes, just journal and do that. Mm-hmm. It will help you to be aligned with God's heart for you. It'll give you vision. It'll give you purpose as you go into the new year. You know, it, it, it's just amazing again to me how it says he went away at once. You know, he, he didn't stop at Chick-fil-A on the way uh, and grab a 12-count nug uh, and a spicy chicken Sammy, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, though he may have he may because have. Chick-fil-A is amazing, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he went at once. He was quick to obey the master's response. You know, I just want to encourage our listeners It's not about how many sermons you listen to that will determine your measure of growth this year. Those sermons are a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's what you do with what you consume that will determine your growth. Mm -hmm. You know, Jordan, you and I have all seen professional athletes and actors and celebrities who make millions of dollars in their 20s, and then they're broke by their 40s because they didn't act on what they were given. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to speak over our college students. And if you're an 18 to 22 year old listening to this, may this be a year where you are quick to obey Jesus, quick to respond to his voice, quick to let go of bitterness and offense and unbelief and fear, the things that can rob us of joy and prevent us from hearing from him. Quick to be an active listener and an active responder to what he's bringing up in your own heart and in your own mind. Maybe for you, it's when you are walking to class, having one ear toward heaven and one ear toward the earth and being tuned in to what God might be saying about your day or what he might be saying about someone in your class. Or maybe when you have a hard day, may you not have a single hard day in 2021, but you probably will. Uh, When you do, checking into the presence of Jesus and not checking out. Because you know what I found, Jordan? The presence of Jesus always turns not enough into more than enough. And every time that I go into his presence, that's usually what releases the answer that I'm looking for. So this year, may we be active responders to both his written word and his spoken word. So that's the second practical act on your backs. Man, and just that this whole message of stewardship, I just think is such a, so much cooler of a, of a vision for the new year than, I mean, reading more books or losing yes. weight or anything like that. I mean, this is this is just the real stuff, and it it's just this is what's going to transform not even just your new year, but but your whole life is Amen. this heart of just using what God has given you for His glory and and for the kingdom. Final thing I just felt like is important to note here before before we wrap up, if going to the new year. All you listening, you know, you don't feel particularly close to Jesus at the moment. If you don't have like this burning fire right now for the Lord, if you're a little weary and really what you need is an encounter with God, I really think the best way to do that is to obey his teaching. Yes. Uh, if you want to encounter Jesus, if you want to f- just feel uh, just just him moving in your life more, do what he tells you to do, you know, do what he what he lays out. Try out his ways. Amen. Uh, in this in this case, go use the resources uh, he has given you. You know, and in all those ways talked about earlier, and sharing what he's teaching you, and 
encouraging people. That's, that's something we can all do. Even go just serve your heart out. Find a way to serve him, uh, serve the church, whatever. Do whatever it takes to multiply the bag that he has given you, and I promise you'll meet him in fresh ways and experience that favor. That's good, Jordan. Man, thank you. Once again, just for your wisdom, thank you for this new vision for 2021. It's just so good and so so valuable right now. Um, that is actually all we have for this week. Come back next week, next Wednesday. We actually have a special guest on the podcast. All right. Um, an Antioch-Fort Worth veteran. All right. Uh, it's going to be so good. Make sure you listen to that. But until then, this has been the Antioch-Fort Worth College Podcast. Love you guys. Can't wait to have you guys back here.